Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. We're doing some more peds this week. Today, we're talking about neonatal jaundice. And I like this topic because not only is it important in the department, you do see this, but it's also going to be on step two. So it's really high yield. What you really need to remember about neonatal jaundice is the physiology. Blood cells break down at either a normal or accelerated pace in some cases, and it releases unconjugated, undirected bilirubin into the blood. And this unconjugated bilirubin that has no purpose or direction in its life eventually floats on over to the liver. In the liver, this unconjugated, undirected bilirubin finds its purpose. Its purpose is to leave the body and the liver conjugates it. It gives it directions and it directs it out. Head on over to the GI tract, follow your nose and the stool will take you out from there. That's how it works. And in adults, our bilirubin is really low because this process is completely streamlined. But sometimes things don't flow efficiently. And this is especially true in kids. And that's why babies especially can get jaundice. It's that bilirubin building up. And if that bilirubin hits 25, even less in some of the higher risk kids, they get brain damage. They get cornicterous. And so we have two jobs in the department when we have a patient with neonatal jaundice. First is we have to figure out why is the bilirubin level high. There are three categories of reasons why. Each have benign and life-threatening causes in it, which we're going to go through. And then our second job is to prevent that bilirubin from going so high that it causes brain damage. Two jobs. So first, let's talk about our first reason why bilirubin goes high and turns the kid yellow. And that is the blood cells are breaking down faster than usual and releasing massive accelerated amounts of that unconjugated bilirubin. This is the most common bad cause, but there are some benign things in here too. Think sepsis, think RH incompatibility, blood cell disorders. They're all bad. Some not bad. Maybe mom had diabetes or the kid had a scalp hematoma from a traumatic delivery and that hematoma is getting absorbed, causing a bolus of bilirubin. That raises the unconjugated indirect bilirubin. Some tests to consider to evaluate for this are sepsis screening, a type in screen, and reticulocyte count. But those blood cells are breaking down faster than usual in creating and dumping extra unconjugated bilirubin into the system. The second reason why bilirubin goes high is that the liver is not conjugating it. Sure, you can get a little bump in the bilirubin when a baby is first born because the conjugation system is not working at full speed, but it's usually not going to be that high of a number. Some bad liver stuff again, can cause unconjugated bilirubin to build up. Things like Kriegler-Najjar and Gilbert syndrome. The liver can't conjugate and direct that bilirubin over to the GI tract so that unconjugated bilirubin builds up. 
But again, each of these three categories has bad causes and benign causes. And there's a benign cause in here too, and that is breast milk jaundice. Breast milk has stuff in it that inhibits conjugation. Remember that. And at this step, ask if the baby drinks breast milk or formula because maybe this is no big deal. Maybe this is just breast milk jaundice. The third big reason why bilirubin builds up is that it can't get out of the GI tract. And so it just sits in there and breaks down and then kind of just reabsorbs basically. And at first thought, you might think this would cause conjugated, directed bilirubin to build back up in the blood. But no, when it breaks down in the GI tract, it's actually breaking down back to its unconjugated, indirect form. Bad causes? How about bowel obstructions? Not bad cause. That's where you get the breastfeeding failure jaundice, also known as dehydration. If the baby isn't making poop because they're not eating or drinking enough milk, then the baby doesn't poop out the bilirubin. It just sits there and it falls apart and degrades into that unconjugated bilirubin that reabsorbs into the bloodstream. Increased breakdown, the liver isn't conjugating, and the baby can't poop it out are why unconjugated bilirubin builds up and turns the baby yellow. All of these cause unconjugated indirect hyperbilirubinemia. Unconjugated hyperbilirubinemia is almost always what is making the baby jaundice. There is a rare fourth category that I didn't really mention, but I'm going to mention it now, where conjugated bilirubin works its way into the bloodstream too. Very uncommon. There's some sort of blockage in the liver or the bile ducts themselves. Always abnormal. This is always abnormal, but it's also rare. For the most part, kids usually turn yellow, and all of the causes that you think of, kids are turning yellow for good reasons or bad reasons from unconjugated bilirubin. Okay, so we've talked our three big causes of why unconjugated bilirubin builds up and turns the baby yellow. Fourth learning point. The other thing that you need to pay attention to, in addition to the cause of the elevated bilirubin, is making sure that that number doesn't get too high. Because high total bilirubin, the absolute cutoff is 25, damages brain and causes kernicterus. So measure that bilirubin level, and then there's actually a nomogram that you can plot this on. Just look it up online. If the measure falls above that sort of age risk-adjusted cutoff on the graph, you better get some pediatricians on board. Because five, what they can do is two things. Two things independent of treating the underlying cause that can lower that bilirubin number so the child doesn't get kernicterus. They can do phototherapy and bring that number down. Or in severe circumstances, they can do something called an exchange transfusion. But you don't want that number to get too high because the risk of brain damage goes up as that number goes up. Those are the five things that I want you to know about neonatal jaundice. Identify one of those three causes. Is it because of increased breakdown, decreased conjugation, either from a liver disorder or breast milk, and then not pooping? Does the baby have a bowel obstruction or do they have breastfeeding failure and dehydration? Figure that out. Then even if 
it's a benign or dangerous cause, don't let that number get so high that it causes brain damage. Look up the nomogram and treat it with phototherapy or exchange transfusion if necessary. I hope that helps you out on the test. I hope I explained that all right. Please tell some friends about the podcast. Review some jaundice questions on Roshcast again this week. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.